Welcome back. Again, it's great to be back on the air. Uh, it is a real pleasure and a real honor to welcome to the show my next guest on the telephone. His name is George Offman, and if you don't know that name, then you haven't been listening to the radio for the last 50 years. George is most recently, he's been a broadcaster uh, all over the place, in front of the f- founding voices of the score. Uh, it was on WBBM for many years. Now he's an author, and his book is called Tell Me a Story I Don't Know, Conversations with Chicago Sports Legends. George, you're a legend, and it's nice to welcome you to the show. I wrote about your book uh, last week in the Chicago Tribune, and you know how much I enjoyed it. So welcome to the show. Well, this is my pleasure, and you're the legend, not me. And by the way, <laughs> let it be known that I also spent 10 months at WGN. I know. I just uh, heard. I just heard yeah. from my, my colleagues here going, hey, he used to work here. I go, well, of course he did. He's worked <laughs> everywhere. He's worked at how was your time at WGN? It was it was great because I was working with the great Dave Ennett. Sure. Uh, he is, of course, the great Dave Ennett. And I was there from, I think it was November of 2009 until August of 2010. And I also had the incredible pleasure of covering the Game 6 of that Stanley Cup final in Philadelphia when the Blackhawks got oh, the mysterious wow. goal from Patrick Kane, and I was with the broadcast crew, oh. and I just happened to be sitting on the bench watching that Stanley Cup being hoisted. So that was an incredible uh, a string of luck to be there. Well, you have had you have had quite a career, and I need to ask you, in all, without any chauvinism, is there a better sports town in this country and or the world than Chicago, Illinois? Well, it's it's certainly a sports town that's had, I would think, far more losers than winners. Though, you know, when, when right after the Bears won the Super Bowl, which I believe was in a different century, yes, we had Michael Jordan, you know, and that was fabulous. And finally, the White Sox won a World Series. You know, I was lucky to be there, and the Cubs won a World Series, and that's great. But it's you know, it listen every town major city is going to say we are the best sports town in the of world. Course, when you've grown up here, and, you know, I, I mean, I grew up here in Chicago and I followed all the teams and reported on the teams. It's, you know, you, you kind of live and die with it. It's Listen, it's been a lot of fun, to say the least. Well, this this book, Tell Me a Story I Don't Know, uh, it comes from the podcast that you started after you left WBBM, uh, News Radio 78, as they say. Uh it is not as I as I said in my story that you can look up in Tuesdays from Tuesday's Tribune. It's not just a sort of best of or a a cliff notes of your radio show. You really worked at this book, George, and and, and it it is I find it wonderfully written too. It's based on the podcast, but it's it's you writing. Uh, where did that come from? Well, I've, I've always been able to write. I just really rarely wrote for print. Right. And um, so, in, in a to make this a short story, if I can. No, you can t- keep I, the- my my podcast wasn't even fifty guests old when I thought of this idea, and I went to my nephew Sam, who was working with Triumph. Mm-hmm. Or he had been, and I said, "What do you think?" And he said, "Try it. They may they may bite on this." It just so happened that the people at Triumph, including uh, their boss, uh, Noah Armstetter, was 
he, they listened to the score. They, when I was there, they knew who I was. Sure. And it was a long shot to say, listen, I want to take 50 uh, guests and write vignettes on them. It's not just transcribing. Oh, no. Trying to bring to life some of the stories that were told by these people, because the podcast was usually anywhere from 45 to 50 minutes long. Sure. And so you had a lot of stories. So the research was already there. I mean, I, it was a matter of sitting down and figuring out, okay, which 50, which is really difficult to do. Oh, I'll bet. Um, well, because you well, had to it, deal with, you had to deal with almost 100 people from whom to choose, right? Well, yeah, but at that point when I was writing, there was still, by the time we put the transcript in, there were still 20 people I hadn't interviewed yet. So it's really about <laughs> 70 gotcha. that I had to, and it's, listen, it's hard when you do not have in this book people like Doc Emmert and wow. Ron Coomer, that's tough, Keith Oberman, all these people that I didn't well, uh, just, include in the book. If I'm trying, if I, are great people. Yeah, but if I'm Triumph Books, I just say to you, George, let's have volume two. That's what I would say. Uh, well, I'd love to do volume two. I don't, I, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen because unfortunately the podcast ended in this. It's funny thing is the podcast ended in December, about a month before the book came out. Right, that right, was right. In itself, but it was it was. I listen. It was joyous, Rick, to do it. I mean. It, it was a great project um, to listen back, and I knew some of the stories already. So sure. in, in these vignettes, there may be one, there may be two, sometimes there are three stories, and a lot of them, you know, people have never really heard or, Absolutely. or, or read about. I, I'll just give you an example sure. of one of them. I'm sure you know who this person is, Kenny McReynolds, who's been in, sure. This, sure. in this market now for well over 40 years tells an extraordinary story. It's a true story about when he was once pronounced dead by a doctor. Mm -hmm. Literally mm -hmm. pronounced dead by the doctor. And, and he was looking around going, hey, doc, guess what? <laughs> I'm not You're dead. wrong. It's an <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable story. And those, those are the things that I think people will find fascinating because it's not like you're reading a novel here. You're reading something that may be 1,300 to 1,500 words, and then you right. get on to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. You can pick and choose, and there's so many fascinating people. Well, in it. one of the things that, that characterized your, your podcast, and I think characterized much of your reporting that I've listened to over the years, is is you, you want – it's not sort of the, the Paul Harvey kind of the story behind the story kind of thing, but you yeah. you have an innate – and palpable curiosity. You are you go into these things. I think very well researched, which allows the interview subjects uh, to be to be relatively you know calm, sensitive, and very very honest with you. And I think that's why these uh, stories, things you don't know, come out so freely and. Uh, and, cause, you know, a lot of these people, George, in the book have been interviewed a million times by a million different people. But I think you bring out something a little special in each of them. Do you do you sense that or am I being too complimentary? No, no. There was a lot of research that I had to do for each guest, even though I knew just about everybody. There were a few people I did not know, mm -hmm. but I knew pretty much. I had a, listen, I've been working with these yeah. people yes. for years. I, I, I know Marv Albert. He's not in the book, but I used to do stats for Marv in the late 70s and early 80s. 
Bob Costas, I first came in contact with in 1975, worked for him in 1980. And so all these people, um, you, you, what you do is you research and you want to go back in time yeah. with them. Yeah. That in, in the case of the book, it's, it's sports personalities with connections to Chicago. And so what you're trying to weave is those particular connections. You know, what is it about the city, what, what your, your history and what have you? And yes, I mean some of the some of the guests were and and best ones were not just honest but vulnerable. Peggy yeah. Kaczynski has been in this city for many many yeah. years. I mean, she talked not only about her, and I'm going to use this term because it, it, it fits her lust for food and wine. Yeah, and but I, also about her difficult this difficult time when she was losing her sister while trying to work. I know. And so you're running the gamut, and it's oh, the interview was just. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great interview. Same with, same with Jason Benetti as well, because yeah, yeah. you know he's first of all he's he's just so sincere, and with him, some of the research was just leave it to the side. This is this is not an interview now. This is a conversation. Let it flow, and it did with him. We just let it flow, and he was well, he's great. But then again, he's an easy interview to be honest with you. Well, but also George Hoffman. That's the thing that characterizes this uh, this book. Tell me a story. I don't know. Conversations with Chicago sports legends is there's an intimacy to it uh, that that allows. For a real mm-hmm. honesty, uh, these sh- very short chapters, I call them chapters, about, you know, dozens of people, you know, 50, certainly 50 people who you think you know, you will you will know them in a different light when you read this book. George, mm-hmm. we've got to take a short break, and we'll come back. I want to talk a little about uh, about Mike Wilbon, who I thought is wonderful sure. in the book. And, and then I want you to tell me some of your other favorites. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back in a couple minutes. I hold in my hands the first book by George Hoffman, Tell Me a Story mm-hmm. I Don't Know, Conversations with Chicago Sports Legends. I hope it is the first of many books books because I, I i really like your writing george it's based on the podcast that he once said and I, I was so taken with you know michael wilbon i think that that many people don't even know he's from chicago but you you mm-hmm. chose you chose mike to to be your first guest on your podcast why george because first of all i've known michael for close to 40 years wow and he is. He is a Chicagoan. Yeah. He's a Southsider who happens to be a Cubs fan. <laughs> and anybody who sees him at all, and, and I don't know how many people watch, pardon the interruption, which is the best television sports program ever put on. He is He is great. He's always talking about Chicago. You know, he's on the board at Northwestern where we went to school. Mm-hmm. And I just said to myself, who would you like to lead with this? And how ironic that the first podcast was on January 26th of 2021, which was the 35th anniversary of the Bears winning the Super Bowl. I said, well, Michael, perfect. He's just the genuine article, a wonderful guy. And what he did, um, besides tweeting out a message, was in just before Christmas, I see on Twitter, it just happened to be looking, he puts out a one-minute video from the set of PTI, pardon the interruption, in which he's reviewing two books, including mine. That's so generous. And it absolutely 
Well, oh my gosh! Well, but that's so Lord. generous, and I've met him a couple oh, yeah. times and find him to be, you know, not only really a, a class A broadcaster, but just a really decent, decent human being. I, yeah. One of the things also that comes out of your book, George Hoffman, is I found I know some. I certainly know some of the people in your book. I know Paul Sullivan, the the writer for the comments. <laughs> I mean, very, silly. very. Very, very, very well, but I, I come off liking so many of these people. I, 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 obviously, you do too. But it's a very, very likable crowd you give us in this book. Well, it's the book is meant to be entertaining. Yeah, this is not a controversial book. <laughs> sure, uh, you know it wasn't wasn't written in that spirit. Um, it was written to bring to life a lot of people that. Sports fans know, and some others who may not know, they want to read and find out about. Yeah. It's not an autobiography of one person. It's a little mini of 50 of them. Yeah, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Greenberg is another one. He wrote the foreword to the book. Now, Greeny, and that's how he's well-known sure. uh, around the country, uh, it, it says in the, in the uh, foreword, I am the first person that he did work with professionally. That yeah. was back in 1989 at the old WMAQ All News, which was then the competitor for WBBM, a string bean from Northwestern who soaked in everything, and he was absolutely, and he's, he's carved out such a fabulous career. I said, Mike, Greeny, can you write the forward to the book? <laughs> Two hours later on my email, there's the forward to the book. That's I great. Mean, seriously? Yeah, uh, seriously. Just, I'm telling great, you, George. Just great people. Well, yeah, and and I'm sure you have heard from so many of them. And, you know, Paul Sullivan, my colleague at the Tribune, even though we don't work in the same office because hardly anybody's going in the office anymore, was raving about this. Uh, before it even came out, and you know, here's here's Dave Ennett from this fine station, and mm-hmm. uh, it just you know what it's like, George, and it, it's it's like walking into the most interesting bar, its most interesting tavern that has ever existed in Chicago. That's that's sort of the way I feel about it. You get little snippets of conversation. It's like mm-hmm. it, it it really is like that, don't you think? And I, yeah, I, it's, it, 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 if people read it, for example, and I, I don't want to give away all this stuff here, but in the case of Dave Ennett, you would think um, I took stories about sports. I did with one, but the other is he told a story yeah. about when he was a kid, and I think he said he was eight years old, mm-hmm. and a friend and his dad, they took the kids to Kennedy's memorial yeah. when he was killed when he was assassinated in 1963 and he described it and i said to myself now there's a story probably no one's heard and it's fascinating because it's a different side of a human being and i really you know i mean i love dave and and, but that was different and that's the whole idea eddie eddie olchek for example hilarious guy by the way told a great story about how he was traded by toronto the maple leafs to winnipeg while he was in the hospital watching his wife go through labor for their second child. The story itself is so hysterical that I had to put it in the book. And so this is what you get is you get you get stories that people just 
read it and go, really? Seriously? Well, you you get- mean Dave Repson? Dave Repson actually had a golf game with O.J. Simpson? Yeah, yes, that's a good did. one. That's a good one, too. But you get human being, you, you, in a matter of just a few pages, a few pages, I'm sure everybody in the world thinks they know Ozzy Guillen, uh, you 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 put a you make these people who who most most people only know as a voice or a face uh to your credit george Rothman, you make them you make human beings out of them in three or four pages yeah well well listen, i'm telling it's not, you it's not it's not difficult when it comes to somebody like ozzy Guillen. i i don't know if i told the story in the book i really don't I had been out of work for several months, and I was coaxed to go to the ballpark just to go. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm there. I'm at you know on the south side, but I'm not a member of the media at that moment. And so right. Ozzy's holding court with the media before the game, and I figure I'm going to stay about fifty feet away. He sees me from the distance, and he gives me the finger, and I said, "I'm back." He loves me. <laughs> Seriously, that was Ozzy. That's Ozzy in a nutshell. Well, you've got a. There's a great picture of you in the book with oh, yeah. with Ozzy. You have had. <laughs> I, do you do you feel on any level, George Hoffman? Do you feel lucky to have had the career you've had? You've just met so many interesting people and seen. You know, and sports is a is a is not quite life and death, but it's like that on the field. You must feel kind of fortunate. Well, it's what I wanted to do, Rick, when I was eight years old. Yeah. And we would be playing baseball. I grew up in Albany Park. Mm-hmm. And there'd be like something like 15 or 20 kids playing baseball. And I played, but I was also the announcer. I was Jack Brickhouse. Wow. And I would interview the players before and after the game in a soda pop can. Wow. I kind of got the feeling some 62 years ago that this is what I wanted to do. Lucky? I don't know if it's lucky it's more of just you know finding a passion and going with it and you know now that i'm 70 i'm not done yet by the way no you i'm I'm staying trying to stay in a circulation but here's one other thing it's interesting for both of us that i've never met you i still haven't met you we've we've talked right we've been in this industry for basically since like abner double never met Yes, since the typewriter was invented. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's kind of the business is you can sure you, you know somebody's work and they know your work and you don't yeah. talk. But then again, it's a, it's a, you know Chicago's a large market and all that stuff. And so you know, and and, and Sully, by the way, he's a tremendous piece of work. Yes, Gosh he is. Almighty, the stories this guy can tell. Yes, he is. I mean. Well, the next time, the next time you book. next time you sit down with uh, Sully, have him tell you all Royko stories because he has got a oh, ton, he's know. got a ton of those. George, uh, yeah, I don't know you personally, but I know you from this book. Tell me a story. I don't know conversations with Chicago sports legends. I cannot wait until we meet face to face sometime, and you can tell me more stories. It's a great. I hope that is. I hope that is soon, and thank you so much George, for publicizing the book and having uh, me George, on. I appreciate it. it. It's a terrific book. It's just a terrific book about, you know, voices and faces you have seen, and you will see them in a new human and very, very entertaining way in this book. Uh, take care. I'll see you soon.